بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد صلی اللہ رسول الکریم اما بات الحمد للہ جنائٹ از دا فورتھ آف اکٹوبر ان دا سو موونگ آن فرام دا ہولی لنس ٹو ناؤ اسپینڈ اے سیشن آف سو ڈسکسنگ دا گلوریس قرآن سو دا فرسٹ تھنگ آئی وانٹ اے مینشن از ود ریگارڈس ٹو آور بلیف ود ریگارڈس ٹو دا قرآن اینڈ دا کوشچن از پوسٹ از دا ہولی قرآن ا کریشن آف اللہ سبحان و So this sounds strange, but this was a huge fitna in our history. And some believe that the Quran was a creation. Allah the Almighty and Glorious created the Quran. So the simple answer to this question is that in terms of our belief, then the Quran is not created. It's not a creation. It's an attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to mention a few reports. In Sharh Usul I'tiqad 2-221, Hafiz Allah Liqa'i, Rahmatullah Alayhi relates, A man asked the Mutazili, Abul Hudayl Al-Ilaf from Basra about the Quran. So he replied, it is created. So stop in the report. So the man who's asking, he's got a sound belief. He is asking a Mu'tazili, i.e. this is a deviant, about this. And he asked him, is the, what is the Qur'an? And he said, it is created. Deviant belief. The man then asked, does something that is created, does it die or does it remain forever? So the Mu'tazili, he replied, no, it dies. The man then asked, so when will the Qur'an die? He replied, when the one who decides it dies, that is its death. The man then responded, then the one who decides it will die. Then the earth will ultimately perish. And Allah the Almighty and Glorious says in the Qur'an, And he recited Surah Ghafir, Surah 40, verse 16. Audhi Billahi Min Shaitan Al-Rajim. لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ Who owns the kingdom today? Then he said, Thus here is the Qur'an still remaining, but the whole of mankind has passed away. The Mu'tazili said, I don't know how to explain this. Thus he was defeated. So let's break this down. So, this man was obviously trying to bring around this man with a warped belief that the Qur'an is created. So, he asked him simple questions. So, he goes, is the Qur'an created? He said, yes. Then he asked him a second question. If it's created, it has to die. Is that true? He goes, yes. He goes, so when does the Qur'an die? He goes, oh, the one who reads. But the one who reads the Qur'an, when he dies, the Qur'an dies. So then he said, right, take it to the logical end. Everybody will eventually die. And then there'll be Qiyamat. But before Qiyamat, what does Allah the Almighty and Lord say? And where does he mention that? 
in the Quran. <laughs> if the Quran is dead, then what is this verse doing here? <laughs> so what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Limanil mulku yawm. Who owns the kingdom on this day? Because the Quran is remaining, the whole of mankind has passed away. I thought the Quran was dead. And then the deviant, even, basically, I don't know how to explain that, because he defeated it. So note, you get, if you have a belief which is false, it's easily dismantled. Another example of this. In Sharh Usul Al-I'tiqat 2-219, Hafiz Allah Liqa'i, Rahmatullah, he relates, Sa'id ibn Nasir, he relates, I heard Sufyan ibn Uyayna, rahmatullahi, asking, what does this deviant, meaning Bishr al-Marisi al say? They said the Quran is created. Sufyan ibn Uyayna replied, rahmatullahi, he is a liar. Allah the Almighty and Glorious says, and he recited, Surah Al-A'raf, Surah 7, verse 54, of the Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Verily, his is the creation and his is the command. Thus, the creation is the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the command is the Quran. Aye, thus they are mentioned separately. So let's look at this. So, Sufyan ibn Uyayna, he belonged to the time of Imam Malik, Imam Shafi, Imam Ahmad, and there was a shaitan called Bishal al-Marisi who believed the Quran was created. So Sufyan ibn Uyayn goes, what's he saying? What's Bishal saying? Because the Quran is created. He goes, he's a liar. And he, Sufyan ibn Uyayn goes, if he had read the Quran properly, he would have found the Quran is not a creation. Why? And what does Allah clearly mention? Allah lahul khalqu wal amr. His is the creation. Wal Amr and his is the command. So what has he separated from the creation? The command. <laughs> and the command he said is the Quran. That's why Allah separated it. Otherwise they would have been the same. So note the Quran itself is highlighting that it's not a creation. Another proof. In Sharh Usul al Iatiqat 2-217, Abdullah ibn Abbas he recited this verse. In Surah Az-Zumar, Surah 39, verse 28, Quranan Arabiyan ghayra iwaj An Arabic Quran without any crookedness therein. He explained, not created. So what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Quranan Arabiyan ghayra iwaj An Arabic Quran without any crookedness. What does that mean? Ibn Abbas it means it's not created. So who told you that that verse means it's not created? That is Jamanul Quran. So Allah Ta'ala himself is saying, my speech is not created. The Quran is not a creation. Another proof. In Sharh Usul Al-Atiqat 2-219, Ali Ibn Al-Hassan Al-Hashimi, Rahmatullah he relates, my uncle related to, I heard Waki Ibn Al-Jarrah, Rahmatullah saying, Whoever claimed that the Quran is created, then he has claimed that something of Allah is created. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I asked, Oh Abu Sufyan, how do you say this? What is your proof? He responded, Because Allah the Almighty and Glorious says, and he recited, Surah Al-Sajdah, Surah 32, verse 13. 
اور بلّہ میں شیطان الجیب ولاکن حق القول منی بٹ دا ورلڈ فرام می ٹوک افیکٹ اینڈ دین ای سیڈ نوتھنگ فرام اللہ از کریٹڈ سو لیٹس لک ایٹ دس سو نوٹ اگین انودر اینگل ون اف دا سلف رحمۃ اللہ علیہ سیڈ دا قران اف یو سی اٹس کریٹڈ یو سیڈ دیٹ دیر سم تھنگ اف دا صفات اف اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی وچ از کریٹڈ سو دا مان گوز ویز دا پروف اینڈ دین ای کالز ا ورس And Allah the Almighty and Glorious says وَلَاكِنْ حَقَّ الْقَوْلُ مِنِّي But the word from me My word took effect He explained And nothing from Allah is created Subhanahu wa ta'ala He linked it to himself Subhanahu wa ta'ala So all of this is Quran But There's also the Sunnah Our beloved Messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Did he not teach his supplications? Yes How many supplications do you know? Ashiks, right? Like a joke, isn't it? Astaghfirullah. He taught you thousands of du'as. And people don't even know ten. Imagine that one, isn't it? Astaghfirullah. But anyway, one of the du'as he taught was this one. In Sayyid Muslim, our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, A'udhu bi kalimati Allahi ta'amati min sharri ma khalaq. I seek refuge. In the perfect words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala From the evil of his creation So what is this dua? What's the virtue of this dua? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said If you are traveling and you stop at a certain place And you recite this dua three times Nothing of that, of that will harm you of that, that place It protects you basically from the harms of the creation this dua But what is the meaning? اعوذ بكلمات الله تامه i seek refuge what did he seek refuge in think about that in the perfect words of allah the prophet goes i'm seeking refuge he didn't say allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he goes بكلمات الله تامه i seek refuge in the perfect words of allah from the evil of his creation so what was he seeking refuge in he was seeking refuge in the quran Because this is the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about it. The Prophet is teaching you iman in these du'as. It is for the same reason that one may also swear an oath by the Qur'an. That's allowed. Qur'an ikasmi. We say all the time. No scholar will say to you, don't say that. Why? Because the Qur'an is the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you say, I swear by the Prophet, they'll stop you. You can't swear by the Prophet. He's a creation. I swear by the Kaaba. You can't. Kaaba is a creation. Then why don't they stop you when you swear an oath by the Quran? Think about that. Because the Quran is not the creation. You can do that. Quran ikasmi. Those proving again that the Quran is not a creation. Those, what did the Imam say? In Sharh Usul Al-I'tiqad 2-219 Hafiz Allah Liqai Rahmatullah Alayhi said Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal Imam Nu'im ibn Hammad Muhammad ibn Yahya al-Duhli Abdul Salam ibn Asim al-Razi Ahmad ibn Sinan al-Wasiti and Abu Hatim al-Razi also said likewise that the Quran is not a creation Similarly Imam Malik what did he say? Rahmatullah Alayhi The Quran is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And kalamullahi min The speech of Allah is a part of him 
Nothing created can be a part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is recorded by Hafiz Zahabi rahmatullahi in his seer 7-416. So Imam Malik said, it's Allah Ta'ala's kalam. And anything which is part of Allah Ta'ala is not a creation. Therefore the Quran is not created. Imam Shafi, what did he say? Rahmatullahi. In Behaki, it is Manakib al Shafi'i 1-407. Imam Shafi'i Rahmatullahi said, The Quran is the speech of Allah, uncreated. The Quran is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uncreated. It's not a creation. So this is our belief. The Quran is not a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you say otherwise, you've left the fold of Islam. Think about that. You've actually gone out of the fold of Islam. If you say the Quran is a creation. And if you look into our, into our history, Imam Ahmad, he had to spend two and a half years in prison because of this fitna. Imagine, two and a half years Imam Ahmad because the corrupt authorities, they got affected. And the corrupt people were telling them that the Quran is a creation. So Imam Ahmad, they stopped giving him food, stopped giving him drink, they tortured him. And even in that weak state, he kept saying, the Quran is not created. And then they started arguing with him and he started giving them relevant verses. So this is why he's called the Imam of the Ahlul Sunnah. Allah put the whole of Islam on his shoulders. Only two men had Islam on their shoulders. One was Abu Bakr Siddiq, and the other was Imam Ahmad. But two and a half years he suffered. And eventually the corrupt authorities died. The Khalif Allah opened his heart to the truth. And Imam Ahmad was released honorably. So he had to go through all this to protect your Iman. But now there's another question. And this is more tricky. Is the pronunciation of the Quran created? This is another question. So when you're reciting using your vocal cords and the air and the sound is made. Is that pronunciation a creation? It is very important to point out that the Imams differed over the pronunciation of the Quran. So it's not the same. The Quran that is not created is Allah Ta'ala's speech directly given to Jibreel When we're reciting the Quran, that's our pronunciation. So what have the Imams mentioned here? Sheikh Jibreel Fuad Haddad in his work, The Four Imams and Their Schools, page 414 to 16, he relates. Imam Abu Hanifa, his colleagues, Imam Shafi, Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim, and the entire Ashri and Maturidi schools, Rahimahumullah, considered the pronunciation of the Quran created. Whilst others like the Hanbalis insisted otherwise that it is not created. So this is the first thing the Shaykh mentions. So basically three of the Imams, I mentioned Imam Malik, the proof in a bit, Rahmatullah Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, Imam Shafi, and all the schools of Aqidah, they have stated that the Quran, the, your pronunciation of the Quran is, is a creation. Imam Ahmad, the Hanbalis, they say no. Even your recital of the Quran is not created. 
Then the Shaykh said, however, there is no proof that Imam Ahmad ever held such a creed. Something Ibn Shaddad had written was handed to Abu Bakr al-Marwazi, which contained the phrase, My pronunciation of the Quran is uncreated. And the latter was asked to show it to Imam Ahmad for corroboration. Imam Ahmad crossed out the phrase and he wrote instead, The Quran, however disposed, is uncreated. This is in Behaki in his Al-Asma Wal-Sifat 2-18 with a Sahih Channel transmission. So this is a very interesting report. So what happened? One of the scholars, he wrote, My pronunciation of the Quran is uncreated. So that is not the view of three of the Imams. They say that your pronunciation of the Quran is created. He wrote the opposite. So Imam Ahmed was shown this statement. He put a line through it. Because the Quran, however disposed, is uncreated. Note therefore in this authentic report, Imam Ahmed did not affirm the statement that the pronunciation of the Quran was uncreated. I, unlike the Quran itself, for if he was happy, why did he put a line through it? So it's how you look at what he's doing. So the statement reached him that my pronunciation of the Quran is uncreated. If Imam Ahmad held that view, he wouldn't have done anything. Why did he put a line through it? Indicating he wasn't happy with this. Similarly, it, it is mentioned. In Behaki, in his Al-Asma wa Sifat 2-18, Sahih, Hafiz ibn al-Jawzi, in his Manaqib, Al-Imam Ahmad, page 155, Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah, Rahmatullah, in his Majbu Fatawa, 12-360 and 12-425. Abu Bakr al-Marwazi, Abu Muhammad Fawran, and Salih, the son of Imam Ahmad, Rahimahumullah, they all witnessed Imam Ahmad rebuking one of his students, named Abu Talib, with the words, are you telling people that I say my pronunciation of the Quran is uncreated? Abu Talib replied, I only said this from my own, O Imam. Imam Ahmad replied, Do not say this, neither from me nor from you. Indeed, I have never heard any person of knowledge say this. The Quran is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uncreated, whichever way it is used. The Imam Sun Salih then said to Abu Talib, If you told people what you said, now go and tell the same people that my father forbade them to say it, i.e. that my pronunciation of the Quran is uncreated. <laughs> so let's break this down. So basically, many of the students of Imam Ahmad, they related that a man, Abu Talib was his name, his kunyat, he was saying that Imam Ahmad says, that my pronunciation of the Quran is uncreated. If that was Imam Ahmad's view, he would have said fine. But when this reached Imam Ahmad, he rebuked him. He goes, never say this, neither from me nor from you. None of the people of knowledge have said this. The Quran is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uncreated, whichever way it is used. Then the report says, Imam Ahmad Sun Salih said to that man Abu Talib, go and undo what you did. All those people you told that Imam Ahmad said this, tell him that he didn't say that. 
Note again that Imam Ahmad did not affirm the statement that the pronunciation of the Quran was uncreated, i.e. unlike the Quran itself. So this is the key point. Hmm. Imam Ahmad did not affirm the statement that the pronunciation of the Quran was uncreated. Thus, was the opposite true? Did the Honorable Imam of the Ahlul Sunnah consider the pronunciation of the Quran to be created like the other three Imams? Hafiz ibn al-Subki in his Tabaqat al-Shafiyah 2-118-119 he says, What was authentically related from Imam Ahmad rahmatullahi is that he declared as an innovation, a bid'ah, not kufr, Al-Qarabisi statement that one's pronunciation of the Quran is created. So this is the correct statement. Imam Ahmad, he didn't like people talking about this. Because it's my pronunciation of the Quran created or uncreated. He goes, the pronunciation of the Quran is created. He goes, this is an innovation, Imam Ahmad said. It doesn't take you out of Islam. You've introduced something into Islam. But he didn't say his unbelief. Those note that Imam Ahmad did neither affirm or negate that the pronunciation of the Quran was created. He simply disliked to talk about this matter and remained silent and condemned those who did. He didn't want to open that, that door. Therefore, Sheikh Jibreel Fuad Haddad in his work, The Four Imams in Their Schools, page 416, he elucidated. Note, it was also Al-Qarabisi's view that whoever contradicts his statement that one's pronunciation of the Qur'an was created, then commits unbelief. Imam Ahmed did not contradict it, but declared it an innovation instead. So let's simplify all this. All of the Imams, Rahimahumullah, they believe that the Qur'an is the uncreated words of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, three of the honorable Imams, Imam Abu Hanifa, Malik and Shafi'i, Rahimahumullah, all considered the pronunciation of the Quran to be created. But Imam Ahmad remained silent about this matter, finding this question abominable, neither affirming or negating, and thus enjoining others to do likewise. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. So Imam Ahmad, he didn't like that question because the Quran is not a creation. So when somebody posed the question, is the pronunciation of the Quran that we decide, is that a, not created or created? He didn't like that because just don't talk about it. Because why open this chapter up? But the other three Imams, they said, no, that is a creation. So what do you notice? You notice that when it comes to the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to be very careful. Right? Just follow the Imams. And the safest approach here is Imam Ahmad's approach. Don't even go into it. The Quran is not created. What about my pronunciation? Go and ask somebody else. What are you asking me for? That's what Imam Ahmad was saying. Don't even discuss it. Why? Because you may say something wrong and then you're in trouble. Because it's an innovation to discuss things like this. How true, therefore, as always, were the words of our beloved Messenger. In Tirmidhi and Mishkat, the superiority of the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over other speech is just like his superiority over his creation. 
the superiority of the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over other speech is just like his subhanahu wa ta'ala superiority over his creation. Mm-hmm. There is no comparison to the Quran. Mm-hmm. If somebody asks you, they ask some very strange questions, people. Because what's greater, the Quran or the Prophet Sounds like an innocent question, brother. But you know how stupid the question is? You're comparing the Prophet to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he goes, no, I'm not. I'm comparing him to the Quran. He doesn't understand. He hasn't got that understanding. The Quran is a sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anybody who compares to the Allah is going into kufr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says there is nothing comparable to him. Nothing. And the Quran is part of his sifat. And look at the honor given to us. And the other thing which, which is worth mentioning, I'll finish with this. The Quran differs from the other holy scriptures. We believe that the other holy scriptures were given to the prophets, the Torah, the Zabur, the Injil, and the Suhuf were given to the holy prophets. We believe that they were all divine scripture. They were all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's a difference. The difference with the previous holy scriptures is that when they were given to their prophets, it was translated by Jibreel. So I'll say that again, because people are living in cuckoo land, right? The previous holy scriptures that were given to the prophets, they were translated by Jibreel. What do I mean by that? Imam Suyuti said, all of the holy scriptures were in Arabic. All of them. Because it's a sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the prophets who were not Arabs, the revelation had to be translated. Who translated it? Touch us up, right? Jibreel, meaning perfect. Allah inspired Jibreel to give him the perfect translation. Now, why is that mind-boggling? Because we've got the Quran. You understand how much honor has been given to us. People haven't got a clue, right? They're probably in their graves now, still don't know this. Right? Somebody goes, brother, you know the Quran, where you kiss. Why are you kissing it? Because Allah Kalam. <laughs> what does that mean, brother? Right? Allah to Allah said it. Right? And you know, I'm just coming out with, you know, touch us up statements, right? And then you say, oh, you, know, you need to know a few things. <laughs> The Quran that you've got in your hand is the direct words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Direct. And he goes, well, isn't that obvious? No, it isn't. Because the previous scriptures weren't direct. The Quran we've got was given directly by Jibreel to the Prophet from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we've been given that honor when we're reciting Quran. Now, why is this now even more mind-boggling? Because if you study the Quran, it absolutely baffles you. Why? Because the Quran that we recite is the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he's talking about the previous prophets, what language is he using? Arabic. When he's talking about those prophets and they're talking to their people, what language are they speaking? Arabic. So question, have you ever cared to consider when Musa was speaking to Firon, was he speaking Arabic? Then he goes, no. What was he speaking? Coptic. Mm-hmm. Well, Allah is speaking Arabic. Which one was it? Then the guy starts having a breakdown. Right? And he goes, there you go. If you have your belief sorted, you'll be able to under- understand the greatness of the Quran. So what came first? The Quran. The Quran is the sifat. 
the conversation that was taking place at the time of Musa was actually from the template of the Quran. But it was a perfect translation. So when you're reciting the Quran, you're actually reciting what pre came before the actual occurrence that's taking place. The Holy Quran, right? People haven't got no connection with it, not bothered about it. See you next Ramadan. And there you go. That's why your catches come down, right? Look at the state of the Muslims, the world over. Can't even so muscular. Can't so their own hasa and their own khilafat. And one of the reasons for that is you've abandoned the Quran. And the only verse in the Quran which is shocking to finish in Surah Furqan, Allah the Almighty and Glorious, He mentions the dua of Rasulullah in the Quran. <coughs> now, this dua is one of those duas we don't want it for us, even though it's from Rasulullah. Imagine that one. You've got a dua of Rasulullah, but we don't want this dua. So, what's the dua? In Surah Furqan, Allah the Almighty and Glorious, He quotes His beloved Messenger on the Day of Judgment. Oh my Lord, they have taken this Quran as something to be abandoned. Oh my Lord, they have taken this Quran, Mahjura, Mahjura from the root word Hijrah. Somebody goes, what does Hijrah mean? Hijrah means you go from one place to another. That's what they're doing with the Quran. They've seen it, they've done Hijrah. Frightened to death. Why does Allah mention that in the Quran? Look at the authorities. They state the Prophet is washing his hands of you. Matter want nothing to do with these people. They abandoned the Quran. Scum, get away from me. Question, have you abandoned the Quran? I think about that. Don't know what surahs are. Don't know how many verses in the Quran. Don't know where the protective verses are. Don't know the meanings of the Quran. No connection whatsoever. Think about that. And what's happened as a result of that? Humiliation. First in the world. But this is just a starter, brother. You got the poppadom here. Allah giving you the poppadom. Main course is coming. And where's the proof? In Sayyid Muslim. The Prophet said, Allah raises people with the Quran. And he lowers people with it. Meaning you're either honored with it or your kacha comes off. And our kachas are proverbially on the floor now. Because we've abandoned the Quran. And this is why I've discussed this today. This is a part of the veneration of the Quran. When somebody says, is the Quran a creation? You think, what a strange question. The way you're asking questions like that for. It's part of your belief. You need to know that. And then you go, well, uh, he's guessing. Say, well, I think, stop. Don't think. You don't guess in Akida. Right? The Quran is not a creation. Didn't you know that? Anybody bother telling you that? Is it important? Is it important? You die with that. Not believe you go to hell forever, brother. What do you mean important? Right? And then he goes, hey, nobody told me. Oh, nobody told you. Nobody told you. We're all in bloody mess, are we? Pixed eye. Astaghfirullah. Right? And then you go, pronunciation. He goes, well, what, what now was going on here, brother? Pronunciation. And then you realize Allah, Allah honors people with the Quran. And he lowers people, and the Prophet said, class. And the people who were honored, we've seen them. They're our glorious history. The connection to the Quran was immense. Allah, Allah honored them. Now, Look at the state of the Muslims, isn't it? Astaghfirullah. <coughs> and what did Jibreel wasalam, say to the Prophet The Prophet said in Razin and Mishkat, What is the way out, O Jibreel? At the end of time, my ummah will be in a big mess. What's the way out? 
And Jibreel said the Quran. They've got to go back to the Quran. Right? Forget about finding fault. What you? What's your connection? Not bother about the Ummah, brother. You. What's your connection to the Quran? And you should be obsessed with it. Right? Literally obsessed. Right? I need to get connected. I need to get connected. Need to, why? Because I want honor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what happens? Allah ta'ala honors people. Now you get fruitcakes. No point being hafiz. Is that honor for the Quran? Putting people, taking people away from becoming hafiz? No point studying Quran, brother. It'll confuse you. Here people making those statements. Hey, what did you just say, brother? Quran confuses you. Should I study Bible then? Right? There you go. We're our own worst enemies. Astaghfirullah. So all I mentioned today was basically our belief with regards to the glorious book of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from deviation and misguidance. Amen. Are there any questions you'd like to ask? Subhanallah <laughs>